Right, last time we nominated something that in advance I knew that I really loved. Yeah. That was The Simpsons, and it was terrible content. So I was, I've been thinking about nominating this film, Swingers. For ages. For ages, yeah. because I know that Pete hadn't seen it, so I really wanted him to see it, but he has subsequently watched it without it having to be nominated. But then you went and nominated it. You pulled it out of the bag. Yeah, it was just in the mood for it. It's yeah. been a long time since I'd seen it. We flirted around the edges. It's made a few of our top fives and other yeah. kind of talked about films. It, it It's one of those where little budget, cult following, mm-hmm. made a few quid, but launched some careers as well. And uh, yeah, should we get into it then? Yeah, well, full disclosure, I, already, I fucking love this film. Like, I absolutely love it. I so this came out in 96 and I would have been at that point just like discovering that there were films out there that weren't like you know on at the cinema especially in Jersey yeah fairly limited to blockbuster sort of stuff and I was doing an A-level in media studies where we were just getting a bit of exposure to other stuff that's out there and so I was seeking things out reading magazines and this one cropped up and I picked it up on VHS and watched it an instant fucking 10 out of 10 for me absolutely love it so yeah let's get into it well, it's, I'm going to Vince Vaughan and yeah. John Favreau. Favreau, right. Fa- not Favreau, no. as I thought. And he wrote this. Mr. Favreau did. Yeah, yeah it's a in, semi-autobiographical tale of him moving to LA. And he's a comedian. He's in New York. He was a bit of a, a big deal. But in this story, he's kind of getting over a relationship for that he'd had for, yeah. uh, for six years and then six months ago the woman just got up walked out and has now set up with somebody else and yeah. it's just an emotional wreck and within that you've got this friendship group that want to take him out that mm. want to lift him lift his spirits and give him a good time and and show him you know there's plenty more fish in the sea basically yeah the intro the, the very start is it's the soundtrack is like a jazzy kind of swing soundtrack it's fantastic i've got got that as well and you're given a, a load of stills of like famous sort of hollywood landmarks that are out there but also it errs more on the side of like drink culture and going out and having a good time there's lots of that so you get a few shots of some landmarks and a lot of bars and a lot of dancing and all that yeah then it cuts to mike who is the struggling comedian actor who's moved out he's having a heart to heart with his friend rob yeah and rob's just moved out as well rob is one of those friends who you can actually talk to and yeah. he's there to support you and he'll listen. The rest of his friends, not so much. No. But he's having a hot time. And they actually lay out the whole plot of the film in this opening conversation where he's like, I, you know, I want this girl, I'm devastated, I want her back. And he's like, she won't come back. And he's like, what if I pretend to forget about her? And then she might come back. He's like, no, she won't come back until you've actually forgotten about her. And everything that they say, is it plays out. Yeah, um, yeah, that's Which is pretty right. cool. I like the way they do that. And it's like, you know, that conversation is mm. is them having one of many, you know, uh, conversations that everybody's had where you, you kind of know the answer, but there is no answer. Mm. And he's just heartbroken. There is no right or wrong approach for this, but other than just moving on with your life and trying to forget her. Yeah. And then she'll come because that's odds law. That's basically what you're saying. Yeah, he's, and he says, no, that's that's the thing. She won't come back uh, until you've actually forgotten about her. Oh, that's the rub. You know, that's the rub they both say. So Mike goes home back to his little apartment, which is where he actually lived. John Favreau actually lived. Yeah, yeah, I heard, I read that in the research. So he had that apartment and that car. 
Yes, that was his car as well. I've got the make of the car. Against that, but he goes to his phone, and the phone features quite a lot in the film. It's a couple of key moments in his aunt's phone, where he's just listening to his messages, just hoping that one's going to be from the ex-girlfriend, but it's not. But then he calls up his friend Trent, played by Vince Vaughn. I thought that this is both their debuts, but no, they're in. Uh, what's the American football one that you like? Rudy. They're, they're in small that parts yeah. in that, and they met, I think, on the the set of another film, yeah. and, and people in touch, but. So young in this, though, when you look really at it now, so young, fresh-faced, skinnier, you know, all that sort of stuff. And Trent, completely different to Rob. Like He's just like, we're going out, I'm taking out, we're going to a party. There's a couple of parties. One's from modelling agency, we're going here, we're going there. And I'm like, no, fuck that, I don't want to go out, I don't want to see a load of girls, they're all horrible, you know. Yeah. Just, he's just not interested, he just wants to stay at home. He's like, no, come on, we're going to Vegas. I wish I could just go to Vegas. He, so he mean. just, yeah, they, he talks him into it, he jumps in the car and... But just uh, before they do that, there's a bit, because the stuff that I like about this film yeah. is obviously it's it's no budget, right? So yeah, there's well, a lot of... 200 grand. There's a lot of sort of guerrilla filmmaking, if you like, and just silly little details, like they're in the apartment, it's not like a studio, it's an actual apartment. And the reason that he opens his fridge and there's nothing in it is just to get some more lighting in the shot. That's the only reason they did that. I just think that's like a cool detail. Brilliant. Then they do, they get in the car and they go to Vegas. Which is always fun. And and they start off going, Vegas, baby, yeah. we're going to Vegas. <laughs> and then it's a long old drive. It's probably five or six hours or mm. something because it's 300 kilometers or whatever. And, and so you just see them at various kind of levels of... Vegas, well, Mike falls asleep, Vegas, isn't he? Yeah, the, the enthusiasm starts to wane. But and then Trent, he's got to be somewhere at nine in the morning. So it's like it's a pretty epic <laughs> trip. But I'd have done it. Yeah, I think definitely. That's it. Just, and the thing I like about Trent all the way through this film, he's an optimist, and he's I mean he's he's nuts, but he's a lot of fun, and he's trying to help his friend mm. have fun and move on and and yeah. kind of raise his spirits. And he looks out for him, you know. He he's, he goes through the the film, and he he really does care about his. Friend. He's got sometimes a weird way of showing it because well, it's his, his way. He's but. a real lad, lad. If you yeah. like, he's just all bravado. Like we got to go out, meet, the, just go to the next girl, just move on to the next girl. Blah, blah. It's all about that. As long as you're yeah. having a good time, you'll be fine. Whereas his other friend, Rob, yeah, is a lot more considered and like, yeah, just take your time, you'll be got, okay. You just got to, you know, live with it for a while and all that. And you've got Sue as well, who just becomes, a maniac. Yeah, who who's just like the, we've all got a friend like that. You're just a little bit off, <laughs> you know, off the when charts. you go out for drinks something could go astray and it does in this film well not not to not, it, but there's potential for for yeah. mayhem there for sure so they go to vegas and they are painting a picture of it. it's going to be wild you know we're going to get comp de room and we're going to get free food and it's going to be off the chart and then they get there and they go to i think it was the imperial palace yeah it's one of the old school ones because... well i've been to the imperial palace it's not there anymore right. i want i i won a poker tournament there as I, it happens yeah did you i did indeed yeah how much couple of grand. Whoa. Yeah, $20 buy-in, I think it was. In any case, that's not relevant. But that it's not one of the real money. No, well, that you walk in and there. He says, and he says, I thought, you know, thought Caesars was more the, the, the place. He's like, no, no, you don't need all that. Pirates he, of the Caribbean shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is it. This is the old school. And he's insisted that Vince Vaughn puts on a suit and mm. they, they look money. So they'll be given free things and they're going to go over to the, I think it's at a blackjack table. Yeah. And... They go over to to one table and change three hundred dollars. They have a little argument. They're embarrassing themselves at the table. They want to come across as high rollers, yeah, and they instantly lose their money. Well, the guy, he says his plan is: I've I've taken out three hundred. I can only afford to gamble with a hundred. Yeah, it's not going to get you very far in Vegas. I can tell you that. So when they go to change the 
the money for chips, the guy's like, this is a $100 minimum. Yeah. Something like that, $50, whatever it is. Um, perhaps you'd be more comfortable on one of our lower state tables. And he looks over and it's just full of like old gimmers, you know. Yeah. Like, mm, I don't and think so. A lot of that lot were actually family and the friends. Old man, the, the old man yeah. that's doing well, that's Vince Vaughan's dad. Right. Okay. Uh, who's Brilliant. also named V. What is his name? Vernon Vaughan is his Vernon name. Vernon Vaughan. Right. And the lady who gets comped and they're raging about it, that's John Favreau's grandmother. Right. Yeah. So when you're making a film for no money, you've got to call you in like everyone. everyone. You know, yeah. So that, that was brilliant. Yeah, I like that little fact in the in the film. And well, what's the golden rule of blackjack, Dan? Well, you you you're always you double down, down you're on always 11. double down um, eleven, and he did and lost, and that was the last really of his money. He's a bit beat Mike up because he's he's so upset. Everything else is just kind of descending. The enthusiasm for yeah. Vegas has gone, but Trent's got other ideas because he's a half glass full man, and he cracks onto the the waitress and sets yeah. up a double date for them both. Yeah, and this is where there's one of the scenes where it just starts to get really cringy, fucking excruciatingly really, really cringy. cringe. There's two particular ones in this movie, and this is the first one where he's sort of enthusiastic. Okay, yeah, let's do it. They, so they go out for drinks with the, the waitress, and then she brings a pal along. For, and uh, with Trent, it's all going great. And then every time you just get a little snippet of conversation with Mike, he just fucks it up with some like terrible one-liner. His chat is terrible. And it just, it's just no it confidence just, in himself. You know, it just clunk. He's clunk. Oh no, you're yeah. watching it. Oh geez. But they, but the girls are like, no, that's cool. They're, yeah, they're keen. They go back and go back to the trailer. And this, yeah, as you say, it's a, it's a scene that they're all having a great time. Trent's kind of bringing it together, but everybody's laughing along, and eventually Trent. And the waitress goes to get the guided tour of the, the, <laughs> the, the trailer, trailer and close the, the bedroom door, leaving Mike and mm. her friend alone. And he kind of gets up, doesn't he? He's just about yeah. to kiss the girl. He's on, laying on the mm. bed and he goes, I'm just going to check Mike. And from the angle that he can see, it looks like Mike and the girl are kissing and he's getting on. So he's been brilliant. I don't know, like 20 minutes later, you know, they're still talking about his ex-girlfriend yeah. and everything and it's just gone down there. And she's like, oh no, she really feels for him. She's yeah. really like, uh, and he's like, you know, I think I need to check my messages. <laughs> it's just so bad. It's so, so bad. So he needs then to use her phone. It's an 0800 number. He's practically begging now to, mm. to use the phone to check his his messages for the girl that hasn't called well, in the six like months categorically not going to have a message from her but he does it anyway and he has to interrupt them while they're getting down to business trent's a bit peeved i he's, think it's yeah, fair yeah, to say he's not yeah. like, hugely thrilled with this turn but again he, he doesn't ever really hold it against him it's his mate he goes no. okay come on we'll, we'll we'll sort this out buddy you know we'll, we'll get it next time or, or whatever and anyway they they leave don't they they leave vegas heading back and it kind of just blends in this film into the next scene. They're going out again. It's As you say, the plot is laid out from the beginning. So we go from party to scene. And the whole thing is really about picking out that friendship groups. You know, I mean, hmm. it's a bloke film, I guess. it's They go to a party. They There's characters in there. There's the, the, the guy who just says, yeah, it's dead here anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Every single and place. It's, it's they absolutely go, jumping. jumping. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they go to those parties. They They have a night. 
it starts off around at Sue's. We get introduced to Sue, who's is, is called Sue because his dad was a big Johnny Cash fan. Yeah, he likes playing video games, NFL. Yeah. And, and there's a, some brilliant scenes there where they're just winding each other up. And it looks like on set they're having a great time. Mm. Vince Vaughn's got the hockey player and he goes, look, your brain's down <laughs> on the floor. Look, no, that's your brain. We've all had those <laughs> yeah, nights. We've had yeah. those times. They shout abuse at the the takeaway delivery man and when he opens the door and they're yeah. just they're pretty fucking rude to him. And then they go out and they're all dressed like Reservoir Dogs and they have the Reservoir Dogs moment walking down the street in slow-mo with the music. Yeah. They have the, the scene, Scorsese the, the chat of. around the table, which it's all very referential to what they're trying to do. And it fucking works really well. I thought it was great. Yeah. Really, really good. Um, well, it's almost, as I say, the, the Scorsese bit where he goes through the... They talk about thing. it and then yeah. they do it. Yeah. And then they say, oh, you must, you've got to be nuts to shoot in a casino, having they've already done it in the film. And they, they do the Tarantino chat and then they do the walk in slow-mo. That's, that's the Reservoir Dogs bit. It's just fucking really cool. And then they have this night out where he, Mike does meet a girl and just off his own back just goes for it and he's, gets her it, number. But he, he, he's like a big big ferocious tiger and she's just like a little bunny rabbit you know so (laughs) she's just big he's got these big claws and fangs and and she's just this scared little bunny rabbit that's the advice that he's been getting from trent but the the film kind of just flashes at one point doesn't it and she there's just like a little bunny on the chair because that that was that was a a speech that Vince Vaughn actually gave to John Favreau yeah. in real life when oh, he really? was when he was struggling with his move to the, to LA and he was broken up. And, oh, so wow. they, and so okay. they really wanted to include that in the film. It's just great. Yeah, and, and this just leads up to the one of the most excruciating scenes. I d- I can barely watch it knowing what's coming. Oh, the, yeah. The the so he he gets sent back in and gets the digits. Vince Vaughn is already kind of got digits or phone numbers of, of girls before and ripped them up in front of the boys and yeah, he, he kind of fakes her, it yeah. but you know no he's he's really thinks proud of himself t- yeah. on the back and and then they have this conversation as as they do lots of you know the boys giving advice how long should i wait oh two days two days is industry standard yeah well used to be three days is the new two days and you know <laughs> i waited six days once and and he gets freaked out by all this kind of stuff and ends mm. up calling her that night at like 2.38. And then the mess. I think that's too soon. And then it's say. definitely too so- soon. And just the way they set it up, as you pointed out, the answer phone is it's back. It, it's back. And at one point, I'm not sure it's this scene or another scene, it kind of talks to him, doesn't it? it no, just, that's right. The star. And it says, oh, you know, she's too good for you. And you're too good for her. And there's plenty more fish in the scene. He's going, thanks, thanks, thanks. But this one he's oh it's me from the bar blah 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 and it cuts out before he gets to the end of his chat and, and he's sort of oh, like it's, fuck it's so, so he, bad he, he has does he have to <laughs> i don't know but he rings back and he just get this series of messages being cut off and it, it's so fucking painful then he to starts watch. mentioning the ex again and it's just yeah it's i terrible. think it's like the seventh or eighth time that he calls back the girl picks up the phone and says don't ever call me again <laughs> and we're watching it all you just see him kind of go out of picture and then come back onto the phone again and it's make another call it's, <laughs> so it's embarrassing is is that just digging a hole he's just absolutely digging a hole yeah. and a couple of times it's referenced hey you know when they meet his mates it's been two days just give that girl a ring and he's just like zips up his jacket and walks along because he he can't face telling his mates and it's it's during uh one of these nights that they kind of just come out of a club and sue bumps the shoulder of another guy yeah look pretty deliberate as well it's just trying to be mr tough yeah as if they're just you know and he ends up having a row in the street and there's four or five of that one kind of crew and 
four or five Vince Vaughan, Mike, Rob, and Sue. And Sue, yeah, and then, then Mike and Rob are not, you know, they're not going to be fighters. They're not fighters. They're, they're, just, no, they're, they're not even saying anything. They're terrified. They're, and yeah. you, you hear a little bit from the other side, come on in, come on in. And Sue then pulls a gun yeah. and and starts waving it around. And of course, they, they leg it in their car and everything, and, and off they go. But his mates then just completely berate him. Yeah, Vince Ross says, not like we're in fucking Compton, you know, with bullets whizzing by your head. Yeah, you live in a nice area. What are you doing? <laughs> and um, Mikey chaps up and Sue just fucking tears him down, just says, you're a fucking like little whiny bitch and you never stop going on about her and just like cuts him to shreds. It's fucking brutal. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, you know, stops off in a huff and he's back home. Like, yeah. Moping. And, and and Trey's trying to keep it all together. Trey, yeah. sorry, he's trying to keep it all together and say, no, Mike, don't go away. What are you doing? And he's anyway, he he's, he goes into a full depression then, mm. doesn't he? He he's back in his apartment the middle of the day, the the blinds are drawn. Yeah. He's got his box of memories and photographs out just on his lap and he's just wallowing in self pity and orange juice. Yeah, but they does. They they ask him. Trent calls him and says, "You know, do you want to come round and we're, we're oh, going to yeah, go yeah, out? We're going to go out." I think, the, I think it's the Derby, the, this club that they go to. There's a uh, big bad voodoo daddy are on. Mm. <laughs> Great. He says, "Come on, we're going to go out." He goes, "Yeah, okay, why not? I'll I'll, I'll pop round." So he goes back to the flat where we've had this great night out the, the last time. And when he gets there, the guys that he's pulled the gun out on are actually in the apartment. And he's like, "What the hell's going on?" It's like, oh, we bumped into him later on that night. It really sounds. Oh, really, really, I like this part <laughs> yeah, of the film that yeah, they all kind of made up yeah. and they're playing video games yeah. now and going shut up how's pain i got this and, and it's like you know just uh, another extension of their friendship group then and the misunderstanding of waving a gun in somebody's face just a couple of hours before it's all forgotten yeah exactly but uh, they go out they go to the the swing night of the derby and mike spots uh, another lady and it's heather graham and fucking hell she looks great oh, <laughs> she really is a knockout just uh, yeah she's faultless and uh, across the bar Mike becomes the the tiger that he so often isn't, but he he walks around anyway, and he kind of loses his bottle a little bit, and he he awkwardly hovers on her shoulder for mm. a little bit longer than yeah. is comfortable. But they they kind of hit it off. Well, he he hasn't had the usual pep talk and all the bullshit bravado stuff from Trent about this is how you do it. You're a bear, yeah. and you've got to do this, and you've got to do that. <laughs> he uses the line because she's called Lorraine, and he says like the quiche, and she's like. Oh never heard that before and you think oh he's fucked he's <laughs> fucked yeah, no but I like quiche I like yeah. quiche and, and then the conversation plays out you know exactly like the opening conversation that he had with Rob about you know you'll meet a girl and you'll you'll actually really forget about your ex and then blah 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 and so they do connect and he does you know they do have this genuine like real no bullshit bravado like masculinity she seems stuff. to like him she likes he him likes he likes her they connect and, and they get he, on yeah he, and this is all sort of the first night and yeah. he he Walks her to her car and says, "You know, I'd like to, I'd like to, you know, get your your number. I wouldn't want to just leave it to. I'll see you around." And so they swap each other numbers, and then he goes back, and I think he pins up because he doesn't want to blow this, so he pins up her number yeah. two days down the line. Mm. It's the next day, yeah. and the phone rings, yeah. and it's his. It's Michelle. The ex. It's the ex after all this time. He's you can't believe it. He's forgotten about her. And, and she's basically come back to him. She wants, you know, to meet up. It's a bit of a mistake. She can't believe it. She mm. doesn't want to talk about Pierre, the ex. And he's, after six months, he 
you know, a month ago, this is all he ever wanted, this phone call. But then another call comes through and he just wants to get rid of it. Yeah. And it's our lovely Heather Graham. Yeah, it's Lorraine. And she says, oh, you know, I don't know about this thing about waiting for two days or, you know, and she's all the stuff that he was worried about is the same stuff that she's worried about, you know, and they they just, I imagine they just live happily ever after. Well, then he gets rid of Michelle. Yeah. He goes, oh, look, I'll have to call you back. And she's, but I love you. And then he just just kind of (laughs) phone's gone and he's, oh, I really wanted to talk to you. Yeah. And it, then kind of resolves itself this this story of of his emotions and moving on and and getting through that and as you say you hope they live happily ever after but it's just a cool film the soundtrack's buzzing the the clothes the style Mm. the interaction between the characters you can tell they get on their their yeah the performances Um, are like absolute knockout there's a scene i think it's in the bar where he's given the bear pep talk mm. Uh, and they play the Jaws a little bit of Jaws, yeah. So they went, they went to Spielberg and said, well, "You know, is it can we can use we this?" And he said, "Well, I have to show me a bit of the movie." So they did, and he was like, "Fucking hell, yes, you can use it." And then he cast Vince Vaughn straight away for Jurassic World, Jurassic Park Two. Oh, Lost perfect! Yeah, wow, he was so impressed. Okay. Like, this is amazing. So yeah, which is huge. He then, probably knows what he's talking from, about. From yeah. Swingers, of two hundred grand to Jurassic World yeah. with Spielberg. Yeah, I mean, exactly. that's, that's so. Huge. The, yeah, like you said, the budget was two hundred grand. Obviously, this is a winner, but what do you reckon it took? Any ballpark? Yeah, I, I would say I'd say sort of like twenty million, but it's probably nowhere near that. It's um, not, but it's still decent. It's four and a half mil, yeah, and then like probably a lot of DVD and video sales yeah. and stuff because it was a, probably a bit of a sleeper hit as well. Which makes me feel good that you know a film like this. Well, it never got a, a, a cinema release, I guess, did it? Or oh, did I'm it sure go? it would have had a few, probably a, a few, few screenings, like especially coming from that part of the world. There was just other stuff that went on, like the, when they were leaving Vegas. You know, there's a scene in the car where Vince Vaughn's taking a leak outside the car and he's giving him another pep talk about, you know, we need to get back and, you know, move on to the next fish in the sea. Right, yeah, yeah, just on the that that highway, so you need a a permit, apparently, to film by the side of the road, but that particular one, you would never get a permit. It's just, like, forbidden. I don't know, it's too busy or whatever. So the the cops came a bunch of times and they tried to fob them off, saying, yeah, the permit's just down the road of the office, so we'll go and get it. So eventually some police have stayed and they but they filmed it while the police were there just like, you know, press record on the camera and no one was sort of looking at the shots and they had to act it out while with no, basically no direction or that and while the police are there thinking that nothing's going on. Oh brilliant. Love all that. Okay. I think it's really cool. Yeah. Well it, I mean it's it's not a student film, but it's it's a young filmmaker's film. Yeah. It's somebody who you know, you had Ben Affleck and Matt Damon did it with Goodwill Hunting and it's almost like these talents need a, a way to express themselves hmm. put themselves give themselves a great part you know yeah. and they these young lads as you see them here in this film and they are they put this together and made a great film it's definitely one i recommend seen it three four five times and i'll definitely watch it again at some point yeah i looked at the metrics and they're disappointingly low 7.2 on imdb and then some other stuff it should be 10 and 100 like for every oh, other it's, rating it's, it's, it's just certainly so good. a solid film for me i say time. it's it's like a, a lad's film, but it's not like one of those, you know, like boobs and beer and all that sort of real lariness. It's just, it's a very relatable, just like people going out well, with is, friends. Is, there's and a guy, you know, suffering from mental health issues. He's de- he's depressed. Yeah. He's yeah. got his friends who are rallying around him best way they know how to to try to perk him up. And it's about love and loss and, and mm. finding somebody. So there's all these kind of real themes and undercurrents within just a, a sharp, written show that delivers lots of laughs and style 
Brilliant. And the car? And the car's a classic. And it's a 1964 you? convertible Mercury Comet Caliente. Wow. Yeah, you've got to have one of those. Of yeah. So, yeah, highly, highly recommended. Back on, back on. Wow, wow, wow.